0: You just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we just shit another player. And everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about. You don't
1: want to be here. There's a specific reason. Not really, you know, I, I think we did a poor job recruiting. If guys are coming in and immediately walking out the door, because it was something different than what they thought it would be. And we lied to them during recruiting or we, we sold them on a dream that wasn't true. As we want to be a big, fast, dominating, aggressive, relentless football team that nobody in the SEC wants to play. Now,
0: nah, that's all, sir. Second in the West, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't like it. It's the only time we're ever getting excited about second. From now on, it's first, okay? did it again. When in the SEC, Probably is harder than winning the national championship. Do you know that? Well, how about them fucking dogs? <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State. Welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast presented by my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Breton. I go by SEC Mike, and I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, alive, we're here. We made it to another week of SEC football action, and I just cannot wait. I feel like I'm going to go undefeated this week, Shane. I thought that each time. (laughs) (laughs) It's yet to happen. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Oh, you know, it's so funny because I was uh,
1: I was doing my picks earlier today, and and I accidentally flip flopped one. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I started looking. I was like, you know, I could see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's just about how certain I am on these games,
0: Mike. <laughs> well, hey, right before we uh, get to our picks here, just want to announce this news real quick. Remember on the last podcast. We talked about the Ole Miss-Alabama game and it, the potential for it to be moved. Mm-hmm. Good news is that they're keeping it on Saturday. That's the good news. We still got our full slate of SEC action. But they have actually moved the game, Shane. They kicked it back. It was supposed to be uh, old Alabama at Ole Miss. I believe it would start at 4 p.m. Eastern. Now it's 7.30 Eastern. Mm-hmm. and they've kicked Arkansas Auburn to the four o'clock slot. And that was supposed to be on sec network. Now it's getting primetime ESPN. So, Hey, it works out for everybody. Arkansas Auburn's going to be on ESPN, Alabama Ole Miss going to be on ESPN. And just great news that we're getting all this sec action, because once you start moving around the schedule, I'll be dicey. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. I'm just happy. We got all these games and wanted to make that note clear, but, uh, hey buddy you, you ready to make some picks hell yeah buddy i've been i've been
1: ready i, I don't know about you mike uh <laughs> but I, I went on another hike today because we oh know, yeah i
0: forgot how'd that go man dude
1: we're talking about superstitious okay so like last two weeks i've been on a trail and i was like well i didn't want to do it this week and i said but you know what would jeremy pruitt do you know so i got <laughs> got my stuff and i said let's go we're doing this thing and i picked one of these trails and Mike told me about this app. It's an awesome app. It said, uh, uh, let me look at it here. All trails. All trails. And so, so I'm on this thing all the time. Right. And, and all week I'm telling people about it. It's like everybody already knows about it. It's like, I'm trying to tell them about Google or something. You know, it's (laughs) like, no, no, no. You could search for anything. (laughs) (laughs) So, but anyway, we, we find this trail and I, and I had it, I had it narrowed down between a, a an easier one and a, and a moderate one. I was, like, I was like, I just don't know if I'm ready for moderate, you know? So I was like, well, I'm going to do this easier one. So we're doing it. And dude, it was like a steady incline the entire time. Man. <laughs> I mean, I'm going up and I'm like, you sure we're on the right path, you know, because it's like. I think I just climbed the tallest mountain in the Smokies there for a second. But what was funny was this family was coming up behind me, right? And uh, and I could I could barely hear them, you know. But as it got closer, they were like speaking Russian, you know. So then it, it, it all of a sudden it turned into like Rocky Four, you know. And I didn't want to get me by the. Rest. It's like oh, ah, so funny. <laughs> Oh, man, so I finally made it to the top of the mountain. Uh, they ended up going off a different path, but uh, America won again, Mike. So, uh, tough trail uh, because we've got a tough
0: contest coming up this week, but I just thought I'd let the listeners know uh, how my day wins. <laughs> There's no graceful way to uh, seg- segment from that, but uh, sounds like Shane's pretty fired up. He's ready to win on his pickums like he did on his hike. Yes. So, you ready to yes. make these picks, brother? Let's do it. Gambling. What's anything about
1: gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win.
0: Not only am I picking Toledo to cover, I'm picking Toledo to win outright. Cash will kick your ass if he heard you say that. (laughs) Well, he kicked my ass regardless. (laughs) Exactly.
1: They're going to beat the brakes off Miami. You watch it. Mike, if Florida wins this damn game, I will sing the fight song Monday. (laughs) 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 It ain't happening, brother. Yeah, orange and blue. Waving
0: forever, forever pride, oh, Florida, may she droop here I, I forgot to hit record, so you got to do that again. Are you shitting me? No, I'm recording it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as always, we're going to go in order of the kickoff times, but we're going to save the game of the week for last. We're going to do Tennessee at Georgia last, the CBS game. So that means we're going to start here with the noon kickoff games. And we've got three now because of that Missouri LSU game moved to noon Eastern time at 11 o'clock Central. So let's start here with the ESPN noon game, number four, Florida at number 21, Texas A&M. I got a couple of notes real quick here, Shane, for this matchup. Florida has scored 89 points this year. That ties the highest two-game stretch against SEC teams for the Gators since the 2009 season. Just to give you an indication of how hot that offense is at the moment, Florida ranks second nationally and leads the SEC with 7.8 yards per play. They're averaging half points per game. Mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts tied for the lead in the nation with six touchdown receptions. Now, on the other side, Aggies are 14-4 when they score first, and a perfect 13-0 when they lead after the first quarter under Jimbo Fisher. They're 12-3 at home under Jimbo Fisher. And how about this stat, Shane? Kellen Mond needs just 125 passing yards to become the all-time leading Aggie in career passing yards. So he's probably going to get that in this game. So those are just some nuggets on this matchup, Shane. According to my bookie, Florida's a seven-point favorite on the road at Texas A&M. Who do you like in this matchup?
1: You know who else is hot, Mike? Cousin Shane and his picks. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to go ahead and get this lock of the week out of the way, brother. I'm telling you, there is nothing, absolutely nothing that I have seen from Texas A&M that gives me the impression that they can slow down this high flying Florida offense uh, last week was a total embarrassment they they had trouble even with the uh, Vanderbilt quarterback the week before so mm-hmm. I think the Kyles are going to have a hell of a game. Actually, I think it's going to – I think they'll do a good job. I mean, everybody's talked about Pitts since, you know, week one. They they may be able to to bottle him up, but then you, there's Tony, there's Grimes. And I think this Texas A&M defense has already opted out for the season. So, I'm going to go ahead and put a lock on this game. Florida
0: Gators 38, Texas A&M 21. Oh, man. Now mm-hmm. – Listen to this folks, this is uh I think I've said this many times but in case you missed it before, Shane and I do not discuss our picks prior to making them live on the show. Mm-hmm. So we don't we never intentionally do this, but the Gators were going to be my lock. Now that Shane's locked them up, I'm going to change it. <laughs> <that. laughs> I actually had basically the same scores him. but uh, you know, I'll break this game down. Maybe if you know, home field advantage was a different factor this year. We've obviously had many coaches, coach o, Lane Kiffin talk about home field advantage just is not what it typically is for obvious reasons with the, uh, you know, capacity limited. Maybe those 100,000 plus fans at Screaming Aggies helping their team. Maybe I would pick Texas A&M in this matchup, but And, hell, even leading into the season, you know, uh, I was very high on the Aggies. On paper, they should be able to play with Florida Gators. And heading into the season, these two were not scheduled to play, but I thought there was a very good chance that Texas A&M would beat Florida even after they changed around this schedule just because Kyle Field can be such an intimidating place to play. But, man, I'm watching back this Alabama game right before I hopped on. And while Texas A&M's got some good players, they've got some moments. There's just a lack of execution. There's key drops. This, This is just not a cohesive team at the moment. And Florida certainly has their issues. I'm not saying they're a perfect team at any point. Maybe I am favoring them a little bit, and I probably will for the rest of the season, just because I picked them to win not only the SEC East, but the SEC. So, You know, there's a part of me that kind of wants to see that happen just because I don't know many other people that were picking that. But I'm not making my picks based on that because I I don't think that's the right way to make picks based on your preseason Mm -hmm. predictions. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, hell, Florida's offense looking better than I even thought. We know the Gators are having issues on the defensive side of the ball. But there's two key areas. The Gators are not struggling, Shane. Sacks, they're number two in the SEC in sacks. They're leading the SEC in tackles for loss. They're going to give up some big plays. Kellen Mond, Aeneas Smith, you know, the rest of this Texas A&M offense, they're going to have some success against Florida, but it's not going to be enough. Kellen Mond is a very average quarterback when he's under pressure, and that's what Todd Grantham loves to do more than anything else is bring this blitz. So, hell, we've almost got the same score here, Shane. I'm going Florida 38, Texas A&M 20, Florida Hmm. wins it, covers the spread. Shane's lock of the week. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you, Mike. Do you think the Aggie fans are happy or do you think the Gator fans are nervous? I think um, the Aggie fans are unhappy and I think... No, I'm talking about with with this lock of the week. Oh, with... Oh, God. (laughs) The Aggies, man, they're they're going to start drinking the moment this pod goes live. (laughs) The Gators... The Gators may not even want to make this trip now that uh, you've locked oh, it down Jeez, I love it I love it I think I'm, I think
1: I'm I'm starting a new thing though you know I went back to the to the whale well, picked mm-hmm. the LSU almost thought about picking them this week but I said you know what no I'm feeling good with this one so
0: and again I may be totally wrong <laughs> All right chain next noon game South Carolina at Vanderbilt on SEC network. South Carolina leads this all time series 25 to 4. South Carolina is 13 and 2 all time in Nashville, and they've won 11 in a row in this annual showdown. According to my bookie, South Carolina's a 13 point favorite on the road against Vanderbilt. Who do you like in this matchup? Mike, South Carolina gets that first
1: W of the week. I've got them going into Vandy and. Uh... I'm not going to say it's going to be a pretty game. I just think that South Carolina has – they have the blueprints, man. They have the blueprints to be successful in the SEC, and somebody keeps dropping the ball each week, And it, you know, literally. Last week it was the receivers. Uh, the week before it was just stupid play calling there at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they get it right this week. South Carolina gets that first victory. Uh, I've got them winning 28 Vanderbilt,
0: 10. So covering the spread, too. Gotcha. All right, Shane, so this, I'm not going to lock it up, but this was going to be my runner-up. You know, I'm doing this on the fly. Like I said, I was going to pick the Gators, but I got to mix it up. We can't both have the same lock here. But Will Muschamp obviously needs this one. Derek Mason needs it as well. South Carolina, they're lacking explosive plays. That's why we're seeing them go on. 18 yard drives, 74 yards. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's um, that's not sustainable. It's gonna that's gonna be a key issue for for me. If South Carolina maybe had more explosive players outside of Shai Smith, he's been outstanding. He's, you know, he's on his way to all SEC selection status. But they need some other guys to emerge. Ken Seals, I thought, you know, going back and watching the Vanderbilt LSU game, he was pretty solid in the first half. Really, really struggled that Vanderbilt offense in the second half. Now, of course, LSU, that's a thats a different animal here, but I think South Carolina just, you know, for all the hate, well, I, I shouldn't say fit, hate, but, you know, so, so many of these fans are on the edge of their seat. They're very frustrated. Anybody missed the call? The damn fan, I know Shane saw it, where the guy called into the radio station is about <laughs> eight minutes of him cursing Will Muschamp. They're tired of him, they're 0 2. Yeah. But you just lost to Florida. You just lost to Tennessee. Maybe two of the better teams in the SEC this year. I'm pumping the brakes on, you know, Will Muschamp needs to go. I think this is a get-right game for South Carolina. This Vanderbilt could not have come at a better time on the schedule. We've already seen Mike Bobo engineer this Gamecock offense. Two opening touchdown drives. I think they'll do it again here on Vanderbilt. They'll get the, the ball rolling. South Carolina's defensive line has already proven to be, you know, the strength I thought they would be. I think they have a big day here. And while Will Muschamp's defense has kind of been struggling here, particularly against Florida, I think, uh, you know, the key to that is facing a true freshman quarterback like they're going to see in a first-year system in Vanderbilt. So I'm going almost the same score as you, Shane. South Carolina 30, Vanderbilt 14 I think mm. South Carolina not only wins, obviously, but covers the spread in this matchup. And they finally release our boy. Doty is cut loose in this game. Gets his first touchdown, Mike. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're missing. I mean, how yeah. how many times in damn camp do we hear this guy's, you know, the fastest player is <laughs> dynamic? And what are we missing? We're missing a fast, dynamic player. Let's get him off the field. What the hell are we doing here? I mean, if he is in the or if he's receiving
1: votes from the players <laughs> as the best athlete on the field and we've not seen him, just shows you uh, what, are, what I mean, what are we waiting for? This if now, not now, then when? So, yeah, I think he's cut loose this week.
0: All right, Shane, the last noon game, Missouri. Well, they're, technically they're saying at LSU, but it's of course, it's in Missouri. LSU, it's really weird how they're doing this, but LSU. Gets the home designation, even though they're playing in Columbia. LSU favored by 14 and a half points. This thing opened at like 20 and a half, so it's come down quite a bit. My bookies got it at 14 and a half. LSU is the favorite, technically the home team, but really in Columbia against Missouri. So who do you like in this matchup, Shane? Well,
1: I don't, like I said, I was I was this close to making them yet another lock of the week. I just, I, what I've seen from Missouri the first two weeks is flashes uh, of of brilliance. I, I, I think they've got their future with their quarterback there. I, I think their defense is doing just enough right now, um, but LSU is a team that literally found its identity last week, and I, I, I mean, one thing we talked about was the LSU offense of last year and just how exciting, how explosive it is. Not only did they show a little bit of that against that Vanderbilt game, but they also showed me that their defense has improved tremendously. I mean, it's amazing the difference that Stingley makes when he's out there on that field. Uh, the, these guys are are galvanized. They've got a mission. They've they are controlling their own destiny, and I think it, it unfortunately is going to run straight through Mizzou. I don't care where they play this game. Like Coach O says, they could play it in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> LSU's gonna win it, and they're gonna win it big. LSU thirty-five, Mizzou
0: fourteen. Ooh, I don't know about that pick, Shane. I Uh-oh. don't know about it. I'm, he- I'm, <laughs> man, I really <laughs> want to pull the upset on this one. Do it, Mike. You know this the last game. Time you did it. <laughs> this game, obviously, scheduled to play in LSU, they had to move it. I think given the fact that uh, while LSU is you know, extremely talented, a lot of inexperience, I'm a little concerned with how they react to the status of, of just in midweek having to change. Watching that LSU-Vanderbilt game, the explosive play returned to that offense, so that was great to see. Miles Brennan looked night and day different. He was, he was really, really good against Vanderbilt, so that's a step in the right direction. Terrence Marshall... Looks like one of the best receivers in the SEC, so it's great to see him take that next step. But then you flip it over to Missouri. I mean, how impressed were we with Connor Bazelak against Tennessee? Mm -hmm. I mean, he looked like a legitimate guy. I think even you said on this podcast he did not look like a freshman. No, he didn't. And had he been playing that whole game, who knows? If Missouri's receivers maybe catch the ball a little bit better, who knows? Maybe they would have made that a competitive game there against Tennessee. So – I think we might be downgrading, or at least you might be downgrading Missouri a little too much, but at the end of the day, you know, having this game moved, LSU still got a major talent advantage, I can't quite pull the trigger on the outright upset pick, but I am picking Missouri to cover the spread, and when this thing was at 20-whatever, this would have been my lock of the week, but now that it's down to 14.5, I'm a I'm feeling good with Missouri to cover the spread, but not went out right. I'm going LSU 28, Missouri 20. I think it's going to be a ball mm. game here, Shane. Oh, buddy. Well, I'm all for it, man.
1: I'm going easy. I want. I do. I want to go easy on Mizzou. But uh, I, just, I, I just, like I said, I think LSU, you know, they weren't expecting that ass whooping in week one, and they mm-hmm. got it. And I think that
0: just opened their eyes. Yeah, you might be right there. All right, let's kick it over to ESPN now, the 4 o'clock game. Arkansas at Auburn. Auburn holds the advantage in this series, 17-11-1. Auburn's won four in a row. They won last year 51-10. to 10. They've won the last four by at least 31 points. It's the first time they've ever done that against an SEC opponent. According to my bookie, Auburn, 14-point favorite at home against Arkansas. This thing opened at... 19, I think, 18, 19. So it's already mm-hmm. starting to come down. What do you like in the Chad Morris Bowl, Shane? <laughs> you know, the thing, I, I went
1: I went back and forth on this game, Mike. I really did because I want to pick Arkansas. I love what I saw last week. But, you know, I was watching TV this morning, uh, Marty McGee, and they had Coach Pittman on, and they're still celebrating, man. You know they're they're still, ex- and they should be. I mean that was a big one. First win in twenty SEC games. You know that was a big one, but I don't think they. I, I think they've kind of gone past this twenty four hour rule, and mm-hmm. now you got Auburn Tiger team that was embarrassed on national stage last year uh, last week. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think I think we're going to see a different ball club. Uh, you know Bo Nix is not going to be. He's going to have pressure. We've talked about how good Arkansas's defense has been of late, but I just think that this is a week that you kind of see why Bo Nix was a five-star recruit. I I think I think they kind of get back to those roots, those quick passes. You know, they they realize that they've got some work to do up front with that offensive line, but there's play calling that you can use to to kind of hide those, and and I think that's what Auburn does. So this week, I've got them winning. 31, Arkansas 20. Hmm. And you've, so it's, so you got the Razorbacks covering, right? Yeah, I got the Razorbacks covering. I just think, uh, but I, I, honestly, Mike, I think they kind of backdoor this thing. I think this isn't a, I don't, I don't think this is a game. And, and it's nothing against Arkansas, like I said. It's just, these guys have been, you know, they've been having parades all week and, and they, you know, this is a tough damn ball club they got coming to them. And I just, I just, don't think they're going to be ready it just how the sam's never been in this situation you know have Mm -hmm. have a big victory like that he's still a new coach coach odom you know has helped him out as as much as he can but i i can't imagine that that auburn has another i mean they've they were so damn sloppy last week i think that was like the eye opener that they needed and
0: um i don't know i just like the tigers in this one Well, Shane, thanks for losing us our entire Arkansas fan base here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean. I'm just kidding. It's not that. I mean, usually I'm wrong. You know that.
0: So, Mm -hmm. they're probably happy
1: I didn't pick them. But, uh, you know, I didn't pick them last week and you did. So,
0: here we are, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, Shane, let me tell you what I think about this game. Obviously, I agree with a lot of what you just said. I mean, Auburn looked terrible last week. I think that had more to do with Georgia and their defense just being outstanding. Everyone wants to, well, not everyone, not the people of the plates, but just about everybody else wants to see Chad Morris go down, I think, for mm-hmm. what he did to this Razorback program. And, you know, it's great to see these Razorbacks rally under Sam Pittman and show some life and be competitive in the SEC like I knew they could do all along. Got to see that on the field last week. Hope to see it again this week. I'm calling for an upset, Shane. Ooh, 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 ooh. But it's not the upset people are thinking because I'm seeing everywhere I saw when this line came out. Let's go with them hogs. We're winning outright. I think it's going to be an upset that Auburn covers the spread against the Razorbacks. We're look, I think we're looking too much into last week with Arkansas winning mm-hmm. and Auburn getting blown out. On paper, these teams are just night and day different with all due respect to the Razorbacks. Auburn's got, across the board, more talent than these guys. Arkansas, yeah. for as good as uh, Barry Odom's defense looked last week, they just don't have the guys up front to do what Georgia did last week. It's probably going to be a, a struggle for Auburn to manufacture you know, a running game against everybody because that offensive line just not that great this year. Now, it could improve. But so I don't it's not necessarily that I think they run wild, but I think kind of like you, I think Seth Williams and Eli Stove and Schwartz, if he plays, I think, you know, these receivers are going to have a big advantage against Arkansas. You can't go zone with uh, Anthony Schwartz going over the top. I think <laughs> sure. Auburn gets a, a big bounce back win, and it's kind of this one shouldn't even be that close, kind of like you were saying. So I'm going, Auburn 31, Arkansas. 13. What what are you doing with Arkansas fans here,
1: Mike? You know? At least I backdoored <laughs> the spread here. Jeez. Why you hate Arkansas all of a sudden? They just they made you look like a hero last
0: week. <laughs> it's called suspense, Shane. i I'm, I'm trying to keep these people in suspense here. I got you. Hey, Shay, well, before we move on, let's uh, remind the listeners we're brought to you by MyBookie, the online sports book. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today. All new customers receive a 100% deposit match up to $1,000. That means if you're a new customer to MyBookie.ag and you put in the promo code that S E C that's T-H-A-T-S-E-C, they will match your initial deposit up to $1,000 so you could potentially start to gamble on Shane immediately and we got this college football firing up we're going to get into some some picks here but man I'm just fired up that college football is finally here and the only thing that makes football better in my opinion is drinking some beer and betting all these games so (laughs) head on over to mybookie.ag once again that promo code is that SEC over at mybookie.ag thousands of cross sports, wagers, props, parlays all that Winning season begins today only at MyBookie with that promo code that SEC. Let's go to the Night Games on ESPN Alabama at Ole Miss. Alabama's been dominant in this series, 55-10 to, to 2 all time. So they've won four in a row in the series. But Ole Miss ranks third nationally in passing yards per game. They're number four in the country on third down conversions. According to my bookie, Alabama's a twenty-four-point favorite. In Oxford. Who do you like in this matchup?
1: You know, I like Ole Miss to beat Alabama one day, but it won't be Saturday, brother. And it won't be for a while. The fact of the matter is, Alabama is just been dominant through two weeks. They're they're an absolute machine. They they're on a path to a national championship. That's their goal right now, and it shows. They're prepared. They don't overlook teams. And and I think that's what Ole Miss their advantage has been the last two weeks is they're they're catching teams off guard. You know, I don't think Kentucky thought that was going to be a ball game, but it was. Mm-hmm. Florida didn't think that it was. So I, I think Ole Miss has got some talent. They got some excellent play calling. I love, you know, the direction of the Rebels. I just think the worst thing that they could have done this week is make fun of Nick Saban's age. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why Saban was laughing so much because he's like, you know what? I'm not going to be a gentleman during this game. (laughs) And I've got Alabama smoking Ole Miss 42-28. So I think that doesn't... I don't know if that covers the spread. Does that cover the spread? That's a push. Oh, I don't want to do that. Okay, Alabama forty nine. They just scored another one. He's like, <laughs> now <laughs> who's containing who now? And Ole Miss twenty eight. Yeah, let's go with that one. I just, uh, I, I don't think this is a ball game. I, I, I think, I think they're, like I said, they're in the right trajectory. They're going the right direction. But uh, just to think that he can go in there and and make, you know, beat Saban when he's got a loaded freaking
0: team. No, nah. no, nah, I don't see it. Okay. Well, Shay, let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Lane Kiffin, hey, I doubted this man, and I'm ready to admit I was wrong. He's got this whole mess program rolling right now on offense. It's clear that uh, the SEC defenses have yet to catch on to what the Rebels are doing on that side of the ball. You know, they don't even have – they've got – they certainly have very good players. I'm not trying to downplay with their talent, particularly, you know, Matt Corral's been – a revelation they've got some really good receivers they've got some good running backs but we're a big big podcast on the line of scrimmage and I think damn near every team in the SEC not all of them but most of them have an advantage over old mess on the trenches and at times it shows mm-hmm. but you know credit this coaching staff credit these players for playing above you know what I thought they would be doing so they're holding their own And while Alabama looks like this damn juggernaut, not saying that they're not, you know, they're number one in my power rankings for a reason, but Missouri, Texas A&M don't have a ton of faith in those quarterbacks and those receivers to really challenge this Alabama secondary. It's going to be a different story this weekend. I think Ole Miss is able to manufacture a lot of offense on Alabama. I think this is a shootout-type game, back and forth. The only problem... That other side of the ball, (laughs) it's been a disaster for Ole Miss so far, the defense. I don't know how they're going to slow down Alabama. So I think like you, Alabama's going to have a ton of success as well on the offensive side of the ball. I think Ole Miss, by the second half, they just don't have the depth to really win a game like this just yet. But I think this is a ball game in the fourth quarter. So I'm going Mm -hmm. Alabama 48, Ole Miss 35 I think this is one of the easier picks this week. I'm gonna go. Nah, I'm not gonna lock it down. But this is this is another one that I'm considering. But Ole Miss gets that cover. Okay. All right. All right, Shane. Last night game here: Mississippi State at Kentucky, 7:30 Eastern, 6:30 Central, on the SEC Network. And man, this is a a great series, annual series. Mississippi State, 24 to. T- 23 all-time, so it's only a one-game separation. Mississippi State won last year, 28-13. But the Wildcats are 13-4 and at home since the start of the 2018 mm-hmm. season, so Wildcats are tough at home. And according to my bookie, Kentucky's a two-point favorite in this matchup. Who do you like in this one? Mike, this is the
1: one that I actually flip-flopped. Oh, uh, I I Yes, I went in. I went in guns a blazing, saying, "You know what? There's just, there's just that chance that this turns into a shootout, and that's going to fall into Mississippi State's favor." I just think that once, once the you know they commit to Terry throwing the ball several times, it's like, it's almost cringe worth right now. I just, I, I'm not ready for them to cut him loose, and so then I started thinking. You know, I know Rose is out, but you know they're still loaded in the backfield. What if Kentucky just takes all that embarrassing? I mean, they've just been embarrassed, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's been it's been it's been downright pathetic. What what Mark has put on the on the field here. You know, and a lot of it has to do, like what he was saying, with the turnovers or lack thereof. Well, they got a quarterback that's going to be slinging the ball a ton. I think they find some of those turnovers this week, Mike. And I think Kentucky, once they get that, once they get that lead, and they start going downhill with this offensive line and these running backs, Mm I, I I just don't think Mississippi State can get back into it. So, I've got. It's not an upset, right? Neither one of these teams are ranked now. Mm-mm. But I've got Kentucky getting their first win 35, Mississippi State 21. Oh, well,
0: Shane, I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. I do think this is going to be a very entertaining game. On one hand, you got a team that's going to be incredibly pass happy. On the other, you got one that's run happy. So this game could really go either way shootout-type game, but I also think I think we just hyped up Kentucky too much, and I was part of that problem. I think they're done. I'm done picking the Kentucky Wildcats till they win a game. They've got to prove it to me. There's no more hype. Yeah. They keep dropping these games. We are outplaying them. We're still losing. There's key issues. There's penalties. There's damn mixed extra points. I mean, these Wildcat mm-hmm. receivers are getting about two or three opportunities a game for a big play, and they're dropping them. We got Cavassier smoke hurt. We got people throwing up the damn peace sign. We're getting caught from behind. Then we fumble two plays later. I'm done with this. I mean, this is this is embarrassing. This is not what I signed up for here with Kentucky Wildcats. I mean, Mark Stoops <laughs> is too good of a coach. And I don't know. I think this is basically a lost season at this point. Unless they, they got to win this one. But like I said, hell, I, I picked them to be 2-0. and They're sitting here at 0-2. And I thought mm-hmm. I, I was – lock of the week basically both weeks with these guys so i'm done with them i've been burned i can't do it (laughs) i'm glad you're doing it i've been in the bad graces of mississippi state for picking them to lose last week It was nothing personal but i think they get right this one shane like i said kj costello keep hammering home the point he's turned it over so many times if he doesn't turn it over Mississippi State's probably winning these games by 20, 30 points. Yeah. So I think they get it right. I think Kylan Hill, all indication he's going to play. I think that's huge in this matchup. Kentucky cannot stop the pass. They couldn't stop Ole Miss. Couldn't stop – hell, they couldn't stop Bo Nix from passing the ball, Shane. That's how bad their passing defense has been. KJ Costello is going to have a huge game here. I'm going Mississippi State 35, Kentucky 24, lock of the mm-hmm. week. hmm <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, not so fast, my friend. I
0: think between <laughs> Terry Wilson,
1: uh Rose Rodriguez, I, I think there's that there's gonna be two rushers with over a hundred yards rushing during this game. I just think they get back to Kentucky ball life. But I'm like you, Mike. I mean, I got to be honest. I didn't pick this originally. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw it there, I convinced myself that I myself is I'm going to give them one more week. <laughs> now, if they don't do it this week, Mike, I am burning the program down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shade, SEC Game of the Week. Sorry, couldn't find a hype video. Two top 15 programs. Georgia leads the all-time series 24-23 to in two ties. So, hell, there's only one game difference here. Georgia's won three in a row in this series. This is the first time since 2006 that both these teams have played each other while ranked as top 15 teams. The Volunteers have not turned the ball over yet this entire season. According to my bookie, Georgia's a 12-and-a-half point favorite. Opened us 14, so the money's coming in on Tennessee. Mm-hmm. What do you like in this matchup, Shane, And the 330 Eastern 230 Central kick?
1: Oh, Mike.
0: What was now that I know you want your pull. <laughs> I know you want to do it.
1: Honda Boar's tail, baby. Uh, you know, this game, I'm really looking forward to it because it's, it's going to be a telltale of, of the East. I just, I think there's so many question marks after two weeks. You're still wondering just how good is that team or how bad is that team? And I think these are two good programs. There's They're both sitting there undefeated. Georgia has the, it, it's it's crazy because people are going to talk about LSU's offense for for decades, Mike. They're always going to they're always going to go back and talk about. Hell, I've done it twice now this podcast. I know, Bruno, I'm tired of it. Nobody is going to talk about how great this Georgia defense is. It's it's almost not fair. I mean, this defense is legit. Maybe the best defense you will ever see play college football. That's how good they are. I mean, a lot of these boys are going to be playing NFL uh in a couple of years. Mhm. <sighs> But, oh baby, <laughs> there's a lot riding on this game. I love, I absolutely love trench warfare. I, 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 I could, I could watch these offensive linemen. I mean, it was just you should have seen Twitter blowing up, man. These guys were having a field day with the Mizzou Tigers last week, and that's just another week under their belt. Another week healthy. We've got. We got Berger coming back, you know, on defense. It's just like I don't know, man. I'm starting, I'm starting to buy into the hop that this could be, this could be a ball game. So, without further ado, oh man, Mike, I didn't have a, I didn't have an upset pick, but I'm going to, I'm doing it. Georgia is going to go down. To the Tennessee Volunteers, 24,
0: Georgia, 21.
1: Mm. I did it. I did it,
0: Mike. I at did. least you didn't do the Honda Morristown at one point. <laughs> well, I know. I know. Dude,
1: I was going to. I was going to Honda it, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that because I'm going to tell you right now. When I watched that Auburn game last night, or the last week, Mm -hmm. these guys are fired up. So I don't know if it's like an emotional thing for me or something like that, but it's like, you know, Tennessee's been an absolute joke when they played Georgia the last few years. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just been embarrassing. And all these guys on that team are thinking it's going to be the same old, same old. One thing that Tennessee lacked last week was getting pressure onto the quarterback. I think they fixed that. And – You know, if you get Stetson scrambling back there, who knows? Who knows? Because he's not had to – come. he's not had – everything's worked out perfect for the Georgia Bulldogs since the second half of that Arkansas game. I think they need to get – they haven't been rattled. This is – I think one of the best teams that they're going to play this year. And I know I'm a Homer and that's what a lot of people are saying right now. I yeah, of course you are Shane. Yeah. (laughs) I may be wrong, but I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to be on the national stage and you're going to get to witness what I did last week. And that is this freaking offensive line. These behemoths that we've got on the front and we've got two powerful run backs back there. And I think it's going to be left and right with gray. It's going to be with Chandler. And as long as Garantano, just continues his progression that he had last week. I already wrote my apology letter for him last week. So I'm I'm back in, I'm back on the, <laughs> the Tano train. But as you know, Mike, that could get unraveled quickly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if there's, and if it does, I mean, this is the defense to do it. Obviously I could see this not even being a ball game, but I just have faith that they're going to stick to script. They're going to keep this. This is going to be a low scoring game. This is going to be ball-control game. This is going to be an ugly game. But I just think Tennessee finds a way, because they have. They've got the longest winning streak in the SEC right now because they keep finding a way to win, and I think they do it again Saturday. Oh, my God, I can't believe I said it. Tennessee 24, Georgia Bulldogs 21.
0: Hmm. Well, Shane, I can't disagree with a lot of what you just said there. Still gonna be I, the did best. A, I did an extremely
1: tough today, Mike. You know, I did it. I laid it on the line. I beat the Russians, you know, so now we got to beat the Georgians.
0: <laughs> well, you were the one that uh, called the Georgia game accurately last week. I was the one that got it wrong. I think I learned my lesson, though. The key to the game I think we've already talked about for me. It's too easy to just say Garantano. For me, mm-hmm. a lot of it comes down to these Tennessee receivers beating one-on-one coverage against Georgia. I think that's a matchup that certainly favors the Bulldogs. All this Stetson Bennett talk, you know, he's got a great story. So, I mean, I'm rooting for him. He saved the damn season already. I think we can – it's safe to say that. Jamie Newman gone. JT Daniels not ready. Dewan Mathis was a joke. Without Stetson, I mean, hell, Georgia might be 0-2. I don't know. Probably – one-and-one, one, but the man saved the season. But at the same time, I'm seeing these articles. Someone put him as the number seven player, not quarterback, player in the SEC this year. Oh, my goodness. That's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> like I said, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to give him credit. He's been, you know, solid. He saved the season, like I said. But, you know, he's not making a ton of plays out there. And if there's a quarterback that's going to get exposed in this matchup, it's going to be him. I don't think it's going to be Garantano. Garantano, you know, Kirby kind of said it best. The guy's experienced. He's been in this league. Going on the road to Athens is not going to phase him. It doesn't mean he's going to light up the scoreboard. You know, the game's going to be on his shoulders. Can he come through time and time again? I'm not sure. And there's so much hype with Tennessee. We got this damn eight-game winning streak. We got homers picking them to win this game. But at the end of the day... I mean, Georgia's just better across the board, on not a, not every phase, you know. Strength on strength here. Tennessee's offensive line versus Georgia's defensive front is going to be a lot different story than it was against Missouri. How many times, how many times have Georgia's defenders been hearing about how great this offensive line is? You know, how how many times yeah. have they they're looking across and going to say, "Cade made left us for this." You know, there's a lot of bad blood here, and I think. I don't think you've heard much of it, Shane, and I think that's going to come out on Saturday. I think Kirby Smart's pissed. I think Georgia's pissed. Toxic environment. You know, I don't know if you caught this, Shane. I missed it, but I I did see it later in the week after the, you know, Georgia beat the hell out of Auburn last week. The PA announcer Mm -hmm. after the game, he said, they moved it up, but it's the same old story, 24 or 27 to 6, Georgia beats Auburn. (laughs) You better believe that I think this PA announcer at the end of the game is going to say, that was a toxic beatdown. Georgia takes <laughs> care of Tennessee 21-16. to 16. I think this is going to be an ugly game. I don't think Stetson Bennett's going to have that great of a day. If he does, Georgia may roll in this thing. But Garantano and, the, and these receivers, I, I'm saying the same thing here, but they've got to prove it to me until I see mm-hmm. it. You know, I didn't think they looked that great against South Carolina. That was the the one-third down conversion. That was a hell of a catch. I believe it was Josh Palmer. I mean, they're going to have to make about ten of those in this game. Can they do that? not saying they can't, but how likely is that? They didn't totally impress me against Missouri. Jalen Hyatt came out and, you know, he started to make plays. Now he's in a real-time SEC matchup here. You know, the Georgia Bulldogs have been playing in SEC championship games, Sugar Bowls. I mean, basically all these players on this roster, aside from the freshmen, they're used to these marquee games. And I still think mm-hmm. that's something that's missing from Jeremy Pruitt's program. They've played in tough SEC games, but they got blown out too. So I think this is the next step to where they get in a fourth quarter battle with one of the best teams in the nation. But that lack of ex- big game experience, it could play in Tennessee's favor here that uh, you know, it's not a full stadium, of course. But until Tennessee wins one of these games, I can't I can't pull the trigger on them. I think they cover the spread, but I'm going with Georgia to win outright.
1: If you're wrong, you're gonna sing the fight song come Monday, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess if that's what I mean, you're signing me up, but uh
1: Yeah, yeah. If Tennessee wins this game, Mike is singing the fight song come Monday. If we lose <sighs> I may just quit hiking, Mike, you know, because that was a <laughs> damn hill. I, I didn't realize it was that steep out there. I, I've I been on the bunny slopes the entire time. Thinking, <laughs> you ever do that? You ever go skiing and you start doing the bunny slopes for a little bit? And you're like, you know what? I'm going to bump it up here. I think I can do this. And you're looking like, damn. And then you're trying to do the wedge on the way down to slow down, but it's not. And <laughs> I believe we had like, this conversation, Shane, on Wednesday. What did I say? I said, take it easy, didn't I? You did. I mean, but I, I'm I'm in, man. I had, I knew I had to put it in. Like I said, what would Jeremy Pruitt do? He would have went. He <laughs> wouldn't have backed down. He's not backing down. You can't live in fear, Mike. <laughs> not living in fear, you know. I know I just pissed off a lot of Georgia fans, and I know they're going to let me know. I guarantee, Mike, as soon as <laughs> – they start smiling. I mean, if if we go down seven points, I can already feel my Twitter <laughs> feed getting lit up.
0: <laughs> oh, without a doubt.
1: So I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Hey, I, win, lose, draw doesn't matter. Uh, I I love college football. I'm glad it's here. We're gonna have a freaking awesome week. I think. I mean, we've every week we've had an upset, dude. And, and who's it this week? Is it Tennessee? I don't know. Maybe it's one of these other teams, you know. So I, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, it's it's going to be live action all day long. So
0: um, I'm just pumped up, man. Well, hey, Shane, uh, I think before we get off here, don't we got something to do?
1: Hell yeah, we got some reviews. It just means more, and these guys prove it. Now. If we could just convert one of them to becoming a Gator. <laughs> well, Ty Gator, it's going to be a while, buddy. But maybe Mike. He did pick you to win. So I appreciate you. Yeah, even Bruno likes it. Next one. Bruno, calm down. I know. I was joking. I'm not going to be a Gator fan. Next one comes from Bossig. Hey, my wife left a review. Not just kidding. <laughs> I love it, man. You know, let it marinate. They're waiting for the good koozies. I don't blame them. You know, there's some holding out for the T-shirts that we don't have. (laughs) Well, Vols for Life, I hope you have a ton of friends. I appreciate you. I'd be your friend. I like your name. Next one comes from Al. whole bunch of numbers. Great show. Five stars. Love the show. Didn't know two cousins could do such a great podcast here in Alabama. Cousins are only good for marrying... The shorter they are, the the worse I do. All right, Mike, first one comes from Jack Stealth. And I'm going to tell you, Mike, I, I appreciate everybody taking the time to give us the ratings review. I, I know it's inconvenient, but if you take a screenshot of it and, and email it to thatsecpodcast at gmail.com, we'll send you a koozie. It's the least we can do for your, for your review. And uh, and we've got a few here, and I wanted to start with Jack Stelt. Funny podcast. Five-star, very entertaining, and a great way to start your morning. Well, Jack Stelt, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Jack. Next one comes from Rob Buck10, cool name, silver bullet for the win, (laughs) five-star. I listen to podcasts more than I listen to music these days. Me too, man. I'm getting old. I remember listening to uh, Paul Harvey when I was younger, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm turning into my parents. But, oh, well, here we are. Not sure how to say – that wasn't his. I'm sorry. I'm back to the review, Mike. Not sure how to take this, but it is what it is. At the top of my face is this podcast right here. I live and breathe SEC football, and this is my go-to for everything I need to know. I appreciate Mike and his hard work for analyzing the game and providing great content. Cousin Shane's input is refreshing, just like a silver bullet he drinks, and it keeps you laughing the whole time, literally. Literally. I do lawn care, and people catch me laughing at myself all the time. They probably think something's wrong with me, but I'm just getting my dose of Mike and cousin Shane. Subscribe, people. You won't regret it. Go, dogs. Well, Ryan Buck 10, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Buck. <laughs> you see that? He's like, Mike does all the work, he gets the show together. And then Shane, you know, he drinks beer. So, <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Sounds right, nailed it. Stick holler seventeen, cool name. How about them dogs? Five star, great podcast covers all the action for the best conference. Go dogs! Well, stick holler seventeen, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Dick. All right, next comes from Bama804, wonderful show, five-star. So glad that I found this podcast. I have long drives to and from work, and this show is great to listen to and very informative on what's going on in SEC football. Nothing like some SEC football, and it shows uh, gets me more pumped up more than Saturday. Would love to crack open a cold one with Mike and Cousin Shane and talk football sometime. Thanks for putting this great show out there. Great work. And Roll Tide Roll. Well, Bama, I'd love to drink with you sometime, so I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Bama. Next one comes from J.K. Hearn. Great SEC podcast. Five star. Excellent information about all the teams. Very thorough, taking the most important components from each interview and delivering with added insight. This has this has to take many hours a day to gather and produce. Much more professional than the laid-back delivery would make it seem. Whoopig! Well, J.K. Hearn, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, J.K., and thanks for the uh, noticing all the hard work. <laughs> that mike puts in yes wayne 31 <laughs> that sec podcast five star great pod that covers every team even handily but also from a fan's perspective for every team at the same time love me some cousin shane even if he is a ball fan <laughs> which is saying something go hogs woo big suey well wayne i love you too brother appreciate it yeah thanks wayne Next one comes from SEC Traveler, five starts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five star. Hard to find good SEC coverage in central Missouri. That SEC podcast is a great option for in-depth team by team inside. We appreciate you, SEC Mike and Cousin Shane M I Z. Thanks, Traveler. Oh man, I know he's mad. Maybe just skip that first part of the yeah, the Missouri <laughs> pick there, man. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, he, he may be the upset we're looking for, Mike. woopig 87 sends SEC review, five star, great podcast. I love the content and the way y'all shoot it straight. As a hog fan, I love to pick. I love the pick this week, Mike. Go hogs. Well, woopig 87, that worked out for you. Yeah. Thanks, WooPig. Next one comes from Jack Bo Jennings. Hotty Toddy, five-star, second year on the pod, and second review, Mike. Look at this hustle. Content keeps getting better. I have a beer suggestion for Cousin Shane. Southern Prohibition, Crowd Control Imperial IPA, Waiting on the Baby Blue and Red Koozie, Hotty Toddy, and Keep It Up. Well, Jack Bo Jennings, I appreciate the beer
0: and I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Jack, Jack Bo. And hey, we got uh, those old Miss Koozies. We're going to order them pretty soon. Mm hmm. Kiffin
1: would approve. Next <laughs> comes from Hawaiian Kong. Five star heart. Five star. Been listening for a few years, but always used a third party podcast app and was too lazy to download the Apple podcast <laughs> app and leave a review. Uh, did I read this one? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I remember walking out of Davis Wade Stadium when Florida beat Mississippi State two years ago and thinking, can't wait to hear Cousin Shane sing the Florida (laughs) Fight Song on Monday. (laughs) Oh, that was a bad day. Best overall college football podcast, and I look forward to every episode. Appreciate you guys. (laughs) Keep up the great work. And go Gators, Hell State. Well, Hawaiian Kong, awesome name awesome review i appreciate you yeah thanks kong better late than never next comes from glaze 89 these fellas know how to have good time yeah we do five star razorback fan here these guys are the best the upbeat atmosphere keeps me coming back every day to share the laugh and keep me informed keep up the good work fellas whooping well glaze 89 i appreciate you yeah appreciate you glaze all right, next one comes from M-J-I-I-U. Cool name. Actually, I, I don't know if that is a name. Mizu? No, not a word. Best SEC pod out there. Five star. I found that SEC podcast a few months ago, and it didn't take long for it to turn into my favorite sports pod to listen to, even though Shane is a Tennessee homer, and I suspect that Mike is too, although he does a great job of not letting any ball bias shine through. They still do a great job giving balanced coverage to the rest of the SEC. Very entertaining, and I've laughed out loud at the annex on the pod on several occasions.
0: Go Gators, Mike S. Well, Mike, I
1: appreciate you.
0: Yeah, thanks, Mike. That's that's a lot easier to say than me you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it means something, but I just don't know what. Next one comes from Kahelbin. Oh, wait, maybe that's uh Helbin. 75. Great S. <laughs> Sorry. I'm terrible at names, guys. Sorry. Great SEC football show, five-star. Mike and Shane do a great job of digging deep and giving you great info and keeping things fun and entertaining. I don't have a lot of free time to keep up during the week, but an hour drive to my office. I appreciate you guys keeping it fun, and thanks for changing your mind and picking Georgia to win Saturday, <laughs> Shane. War <laughs> Eagle. Okay, well, Helbin, I appreciate you.
0: Yeah, appreciate that one.
1: Oh, man, people want me to change my picks and everything, Mike. (laughs) Next one comes from Andrew Giggum. He doesn't want me to switch. That SEC, Giggum, five-star. I'm a UPS driver in College Station, Texas, and enjoy listening to you guys more than any podcast. I find myself laughing and agreeing with most of the things y'all say. I love the way you guys talk about all the teams in the SEC and call things out the way you see it. Amazing job, guys. Thanks and giggum. Well, Andrew Giggum, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for those kind words, Andrew. And the deliveries. Next comes from Spy Point Give My Money Back. <laughs> That's a cold name. Awesome. Five star, amazing podcast. Love the Around the League, but Cousin Shane needs to get back to the silver bullets. Go, Vols. Love the show. Listen every day, no matter what. I just can't give enough stars. You're pretty cool too, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, Spy, Spy Point, give my money back. I'm back on the bullets, baby, and I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate that one. Next one comes from Vol in Virginia, number one college football podcast there he is five star. SEC Mike and cousin Shane are the best at covering college football. All of us should consider ourselves extremely fortunate for their passion in the SEC. You guys are the highlight of my daily commute. Thanks for all you do in covering the greatest conference in all sports. Keep up the strong work and go Big Orange. By the way, if any listeners are not, aren't following this crew on Twitter, they're definitely missing out. Oh, yeah, almost forgot to mention Cousin Joe <laughs> shout-out.
0: Hey,
1: brother. Original five-star review around one and a half years ago. Outstanding SEC podcast. Very informative and unbiased reviews of all the SEC teams You guys do an outstanding job. Go Big Orange. Well, Vol in Virginia, I appreciate the effort and the uh, support, uh, getting the second review in. That's fantastic. And uh, giving my little brother a shout-out was awesome, too. Appreciate you, Vol in Virginia. Yeah, thanks for that one. Do you think he wrote that? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) kidding. Uh, Switching lane 69, cool name, Hotty Toddy, five-star, love the show. Not a lot of words, Mike. Not switching the lanes, but he nailed it. Appreciate you. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be wordy. A, a Review's a review, brother. I'll take it. Nash Teach, great SEC coverage, five-star. I look forward to listening and getting all the updates and info. Great mix of humor and sports talk. If you haven't tried Tailgate Brewery from Nashville, Tennessee, I, I definitely recommend it. They have a great variety of craft brews, cheers, and go dogs. Well, Nash Teach... I'm going to have to check that place
0: out next time I go see Mike. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Tailgate's a great place to grab some uh, pizza, grab some beer. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, hell, maybe we need to do a show there at some point. You know what? (laughs) That's all we need right there, buddy. Well, Nash Teach,
1: I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Next one comes from L Train, number three. Good podcast. Good podcast for the entire SEC. Five-star at Mississippi, as a Mississippi State fan, I tend to only listen to State podcasts, but after our upset of LSU in week one, I came across you guys. It's nice to hear about the entire SEC from an unbiased opinion. I like the format y'all use, and it's very easy to listen to and follow along. Keep up the good work, guys. Hashtag state. Well, State. Will LChain03 Sorry I didn't pick you this week, but I appreciate the review.
0: I like you, Chain. I locked you up. You're going to get that win. Appreciate
1: that one. Next one, last one, comes from Row870. Fun listen, five star. As an Arkansas fan, it's great to be able to listen to sports talk again. I enjoyed binging all of it over the Mississippi State win.
0: Well, Row870, I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you. And like I said, we got some, the koozies finally coming in. Scheduled to be here on Friday. The updated ones, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Arkansas, Auburn. If you're one of those fans, you haven't got a review in, put those in. And we got more koozies on the way for the rest of the teams. Uh, I'm not complaining here, but I'm about a grand in the hole with all these damn koozies. So we're just asking for a little support with a five-star review. And we'll send you that koozie free of charge to help grow the show that's why we ask you to do it so thanks again for all the support all the five-star reviews we really do appreciate those
1: absolutely and if you ain't following mike on twitter you're crazy bring it home mike bring me home
0: all right shade so looking forward to another outstanding week or weekend of sec football hoping for some great action i hope you know there's lots of lopsided spreads let's hope i'm hoping for some good games here and i think we're gonna get them uh, I think this is going to be one hell of an SEC Saturday. I can't wait for it, buddy. But uh, how about you? Oh, me too, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I like this SEC
1: schedule. It's easy to watch every game on Saturday. I don't have to go back and watch. Now I do find myself like sticking to one more than others. You know, I got one on the big TV. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I love it, man. I, I love this format, and I'm I'm sponging it up, Mike. I, I, I just can't get enough of it. All right. Well, hey, I think
0: that's going to do it. We've said all we can say. <laughs> <laughs> Fifth podcast of the week. We're the only ones giving you five SEC podcasts a week. Mm-hmm. That's just, uh, hey, we just we're trying to put in the work, and I, and it certainly seems like you guys are noticing. We've got over 100,000 downloads last month. So we're trying, yeah. to, trying to do even better this month, bringing the content to you guys. But... Uh, we've spieled long enough here hope your team wins hope you make some money head on over to my bookie use that promo code that sec to get yourself a hundred percent deposit match but that's going to do it shane thanks for joining me as always thanks everybody for tuning in catch you on the next one all right see you guys go vols upset